This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 875, The Reason You're Struggling to Be Consistent and How to Fix It, by Silon George of spirituallivingforbusypeople.com, and I'm your very own personal narrator, Justin Mollick, reading to you from some amazing blogs and books to help you optimize your life. Happy Friday to you. I'm gonna keep this nice and short, so let's get right to the post as we optimize your life. The Reason You're Struggling to Be Consistent and How to Fix It by Ceylon George of spirituallivingforbusypeople.com. Quote, it's a simple and generous rule of life that whatever you practice, you will improve at. Elizabeth Gilbert. See if this sounds familiar to you. You become fixated on some desired outcome, a healthier body, better relationships, or new skills. You join the gym, buy a personal development course, or take up the cello. For the first 10 days or so, driven by your motivation to meet your goal, you work on your new passion every single day. But then you gradually start skipping your practice, a day here, a day there. Before you know it, the gym membership has lapsed, you've given up on your coursework, and your cello is in the closet collecting dust. And the cycle begins all over again. This is how most of us live our lives, including me. Our lack of consistency can be incredibly frustrating and painful. We know that consistency is the key to progress in all areas of our lives, but somehow we continue to falter. The only thing you find yourself being consistent at is starting something, then stopping before you get any results. You may beat yourself up for this, but there's hope. Hope comes from first understanding why we fall into these cycles and then taking the necessary steps to overcome the potential pitfalls. The reason why you're struggling to be consistent. Ready for the answer? You're focused on the outcome rather than the process. This is not to say that the outcome is not important, but if we become fixated on outcome, it will work against us no matter how compelling. Why? Because any outcome compelling enough to excite you is probably one that won't be achieved without hard work and sacrifice over a long period of time. Without certain processes in place to help us, most of us aren't able to maintain the effort needed to accomplish these outcomes. The plan. If you wanna achieve your desired outcomes, you must build consistency into your plan. But before we get to that, we need to define the plan. For me, the plan consists of four parts. Number one, identifying the desired outcome, e.g. I wanna become fit. Number two, identifying the big why behind your desired outcome, e.g. by becoming healthy in mind and body, I will have the energy to meet the physical, spiritual, and emotional needs of my loved ones. Number three, setting goals that will gradually get you to your desired outcome, e.g. lose 10 pounds in 30 days. Number four, developing processes to accomplish these goals, e.g. three-mile run five days a week. For the purposes of this post, I'll focus primarily on the fourth step of the plan because it's most relevant to the idea of developing consistency. It's in this fourth step where most good intentions fall apart. How to become more consistent. Two years ago, I started this blog in order to help myself and others live with greater purpose and meaning. Accomplishing this goal meant developing a consistent writing habit. To say this is a challenge would be a gross understatement. Even now, I struggle to write as regularly as I would like, but I've improved over time and I'm currently working on taking my writing habit to the next level. As I share my strategy for becoming a more consistent writer, think of how my story might apply to your own situation. Here are the steps. Number one, be present. 
In the simplest terms, being present means being fully engaged in the task at hand. It means quieting our tendency to waste mental, spiritual, and emotional energy worrying about past or future things, none of which we have the ability to control. As a writer, being present begins with minimizing distractions. This means waking up early before the rest of the household. It means staying away from the internet and putting away my phone or setting it to do not disturb. But most importantly, it means quieting my mind that says things like, what if nobody likes or reads this post? What if readers discover embarrassing spelling or grammatical errors? What if someone is offended by something I wrote? Instead of allowing these thoughts to stop me from writing that day, I quietly acknowledge them and let them go. Then I sit down and write. Number two, anticipate the dip. Most of us go into new endeavors believing that the path to our desired outcome is straight and clear. The amazing thing is that we believe this even when we know better from past experience. In his book, The Dip, Seth Godin says that anything worth pursuing will have a messy middle. What makes the dip even more challenging is that it typically hits after a period of initial success. This serves as a natural barrier to separate the quitters from those who go on to experience extraordinary success. Quitting is not a bad thing in itself. In fact, the whole purpose of the book is to help the reader know what to quit and when so they can focus their efforts on the things worth pursuing. By anticipating the dip, I was acknowledging that if I wanted to become a consistent writer, I would need to decide ahead of time what to do when it showed up. If the answer was, I would quit, then you probably would not be hearing this blog post today. Instead, I felt that my desired outcome and my big why for writing would keep me going when times got tough. So far, so good. Number three, uninspired? Do it anyway. Here's an example of what it's like when I'm trudging through the dip. I wake up at 5.30 a.m. After a few minutes of prayer and meditation, I sit at my computer to write. 30 minutes later, the page is still blank because I can't decide what to write about. I start surfing the web looking for anything that would spark an idea or inspire me. Another 30 minutes pass. I'm still surfing the web and I haven't written a thing. This happened to me a lot in the beginning of my blogging journey. Okay, sometimes it still happens. I would go for days like this with very little to show for the effort. Now, instead of waiting for inspiration or looking for it on the internet, before giving myself permission to write, I just write every single day. I've tried this before, but did not keep it up because if I did not reach 1,000 words a day, I would consider that effort a failure. Now, I worry less about word count and more about developing a rhythm of writing daily. Sometimes it's 100 words, sometimes it's 300, and sometimes it's 1,000. Some days I write complete nonsense. Other times I can write a post worthy of publishing, in my mind, in one sitting. In the end, the only thing that matters is that I write every single day, rain or shine. Uninspired? Hit the gym anyway. Uninspired? Kiss your spouse anyway. Uninspired? Write that report anyway. Do this long enough and inspiration will come rushing in behind you and knock you off your feet. Find joy in the process. Are you ready to start making traction in your endeavors? Be consistent, be present, expect hardship and do the work. Take your health, your relationships, your career to the next level and enjoy the ride on your way there. You just listened to the post titled, The Reason You're Struggling to Be Consistent and How to Fix It by Ceylon George of spirituallivingforbusypeople.com. We've heard from a lot of amazing people on this podcast, but if you're like me, you wanna go deeper. So where can you go to learn from the most remarkable people? That's Masterclass. 
Masterclass offers unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with over 180 world-class instructors, plus every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. There are over 200 classes to pick from with new classes added every month, like John Kabat-Zinn's. He's a mindfulness expert who teaches you how to incorporate meditation into your everyday life. I've loved his class. It's really helped me to hone my meditation skills, especially when I'm out and experience stressful situations and don't have the time or space to have a proper meditation session. I feel that thanks to his class, I've really been able to stay more composed no matter what's happening. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com old. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com old. Masterclass.com slash old. I'll keep this super short for you today, but I haven't mentioned this in a while. A really nice way to show your support for the show here for free is to simply tell someone about it. Showing them how to subscribe on their smartphone would be amazing. If you can just show one person or tell them via email or text, that would make a huge difference. I hope you're having a great Friday and start to your weekend. I will see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.